You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Just a little bit longer because oh, yep, it's Wednesday. Yep. Just a little bit. So give you a little get a little extra charge uh, as we go through the week. And a pretty good week here. It's just nice to be home and getting some stuff done around the house and uh, starting to work on some great messages for oh, next year. Oh, um, that'll be a treat. Promotional videos be different. for Israel. Uh, finally. Yeah, that'll that'll finally. be a novelty. Some yeah, great it'll be messages. Great. Yeah. Nice change. Nice change for people. Me, I just work on messages. <laughs> the message is always good. <laughs> no, no, no. The message is always great. It's the messenger and the delivery that's sometimes really weak. <laughs> the message is always good. Always good. Awesome. You having a good week? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. I love witnessing good. to people. Yeah. Anything new, exciting happening there in the Columbus area? Getting ready for all of the Christmas celebrations mm, that yep. go on endlessly yep. through the month. Yes. Yes, yes. We are well into December here, and uh, things are happening everywhere. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be a great time. Our grandkids, you're a little, yours are a little bit older, so you're already into this, but um, mine are getting into that age where they really understand that something big is oh, coming, awesome. right? Yes, that's great. Ha- Harrison, every time he sees me, did you get me a present yet? Did you get me a present yet? Did you get me a present yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's something, man. Oh, my goodness. Hey, that's I want to say congratulations to uh, Brother Harry Strachan. Uh, they just had a grandbaby, just had a, a little baby girl. Oh, and, that's uh, awesome. Son Tyler. Yeah, yeah. So oh, congratulations that is to them. great. Steve and Lanny Clayton, Praise number the Lord. just just had number eighteen. Number nineteen is on the way. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine nineteen That's grandkids? That's nuts. Wow. I would love it. Man, yeah. I would love it. I don't know if I'd want them all there at one time though. <laughs> nineteen of them running oh, around. Oh, I would Ooh. love it, man. Oh, I would man. love it. It's because I don't, I don't fix things up and clean things up when they're gone. Well, yeah, Denise does. <laughs> <laughs> Denise would be in a panic. <laughs> she yeah, the so tough part would be traveling back and forth to see oh. all of them. Keeping them all straight. Because you want to see all of them. So. Yeah. How do you keep their names all straight? That's a lot of names. Oh, Well, do you mix them up? Man, oh, every yeah. grandchild, you remember who they are. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, and then think about this Christmas time. Are are you doing something for all of them? All 20 of them? When you get to, when you get a lot of them, it's all like the same kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's about all you can do unless you're independently wealthy. Well, and Clayton's are, so there should be no problem there. <laughs> <laughs> they're both independent and wealthy, so I don't know if they're independently wealthy. Yeah, well. But. He's a millionaire. Oh, yeah. Multi if it said lava's guns, you'd be a millionaire. 
Never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> Steve Clayton, American. <laughs> That's what we say. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, we went a little longer on Monday. We got, we got going on this idea of uh, having boldness. We're allowed. Yeah, we are. We are. But uh, <laughs> our, our sponsors are going to have to pay a little bit more for that. That's, uh, you oh, know, yeah. the longer, the longer yeah, we're on, exactly. the more they have to pay. So. So uh, Tim Hortons, we're going to up it to two cups a day now. And uh, <laughs> Ben Gay, there's another one. Uh, Paula Dent. <laughs> there you <laughs> Thank go. Thank you to our sponsors. Hey, listen, talking about boldness, um, we talk, kind of just kind of overview on Monday. Dealing with dealing with boldness in this day. We talked about on Monday. Where did we say we were going with this thing? Well, we said that we're going to be looking at how do you deal with Christians who are living Christians. in sin? You know, how, right. how do you deal with, you know, Christians living in sin? So um, maybe maybe what will leave, you know, family for Friday because that's a little bit more unique. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, okay, Mr. Pastor, whenever you see somebody – you know of something that they're doing wrong. You've been informed by two or three people. Hey, you know, we got a real issue. And maybe it was back in the day. I don't even remember what it was, MySpace or something. But, you know, so, you know, somebody's like, hey, preacher, you need to see this. You know, this is a this is a problem. Just want you to know. So two or three people right. tell you about something. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, that matters established. And, of course, you still want to know the truth. But you're looking at somebody in your church that is, um, you know, really straying away clearly from the scriptures. Mm-hmm. All right, normally, mm-hmm. Pastor, Mr. Pastor, what do you do? Well, first of all, I'm praying. I'm praying, Lord, give me wisdom. Yes. Give me wisdom. Give me clear insight. Give me direction. Um, I'm praying that their heart would be softened and that they would be. Um, you know, responsive and would be kind in their response. I'm preparing myself for that. Then I am searching the scriptures. I am making sure that I have a clear scriptural response and direction on how to remedy the problem at hand. Then I'm setting mm-hmm. the appointment and I'm going to try to pick a place where, you know, it's going to be private, it's going to be quiet. Um, I usually try to do that in my office. Or maybe, you know, at a restaurant, Tim Hortons is the go-to for us, someplace where you can get maybe back in a corner so it's quiet. Um, the, my office is obviously the best place because it's, it's going to be private. And then I'm, I'm going yeah. to bring up the problem. Or, you know, if, if something works for someone else, going to their home, I always found that very awkward to go to their home and deal with the problem. Um, because there's yes, interference, kids, you know, run, all yeah. those kind of things. Uh, right, the phone rings, all that kind of stuff. So, a little, little more of a controlled atmosphere, and then and then you deal with that problem. Yeah, that's, that's my thought process. Um, I know some guys are like, well, I'll just preach on it and sort of, you know, leave it alone. But you know, yeah, I, I'm sort of that way inside. But I know you got to go talk to somebody. You know, you have to, you have mm-hmm. to talk to them about what's going on, and if nothing else, because you're the pastor, 
you know, you, you have the oversight as a bishop of, the, of that flock. And so you've got to make sure that administratively, you know, that, that things are right in the church. Um, okay, so we as pastors, we would go address it. All right. Um, now, Mr. Church Member... You know, and church members hear mm. a lot more things than the pastors do. You know, so Mr. Church Member. Absolutely. A couple of people have said maybe your kid, you know, teenage kid or your wife or maybe another, you know, guy on visitation said, man, we really need to pray for, you know, the Smiths or whoever. Uh, man, I hear that, you know, such and such. So, mm-hmm. Mr. Church Member, what do you do? Depending on the degree of what it is, and I would say this even as pastor, there are times when I would just go to a guy and say, hey, man, uh, I noticed this. Would, I, man, just, I, I want you to be careful. I want you to watch out for this. This could be a potential problem. I, I would maybe start mm-hmm. with that way. That's if it's something thing. you know, bigger, yeah, so, something bigger, then I think I'm going to go to that, this, what I just gave you. As a church member, um, I, I think I would probably lend to do that more often where I would just go and say, hey, man, I love you. I appreciate you. You're a good brother. Let's have a cup of coffee together. And in that coffee, say, hey, man, you know, in my Christian life, I want you to know I struggle with some things. And I see something in your life that, that I think you're struggling with. Am I right in maybe detecting this? And if they say yes, then I can say, hey, man, let me, let me share with you how I dealt with this and how I was able to overcome that and maybe go at that point. But I'm going to be clear. I'm going to be biblical. I'm going to be everything the pastor should be, but without that much authority, yeah. if I can, if that right. sounds right. Yeah, because it yeah. isn't like, you know, the weight of the, you know, getting kicked out of church, so to speak, you know, church, it yeah. is there. Um, right. I, I would right. say the same thing, Um if the Holy Spirit moved you, you know, and you'd want there to be some kind of relationship already established, it may be somebody that you've gone to some games mm-hmm. with or, you know, you, you borrowed, uh, you know, you both went, uh, you know, cutting up firewood, you know, you, you have some kind of relationship already not just who is that guy? Oh, the guy in the vest who sits over on the other side of the church, you know, so and and but you need to you need to be able to share your concerns and you know obviously the bible does say that um you know that that if if a man be overtaken with the fault ye that are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering thyself lest thou also be tempted now i had to confront somebody right. one time about something that was blatantly wrong and I was accused by somebody of, ah, you didn't follow that verse. That person was in rebellion still. And so I I had to confront them Mm -hmm. in their rebellion and their adamant refusal to submit to, you know, the things of God. And so um, that's, that's, to me, a little bit different than somebody saying, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I really need to work at this. It, our 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 response mm-hmm. is going to be much different rather than, hey, so what? So I like mm-hmm. doing this. So what? You know, so so I cheat on my wife. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, if somebody's going to be blatant and uh, 
you know, just argumentative. <sighs> Man, those are the bad situations, and and you still have to be bold. Right. I mean, you still have to take a stand for God. Yeah. You don't have to yell back. If they're yelling at you, mm-hmm. you don't have to yell back. But, you know, you, you still have to say, you know, it's, you know that's not right. You, you know that, that things mm-hmm. are different. And, you know, then the other thing would be right. obviously what you said, pray before, pray after, pray continually. And um, if it's a mm-hmm. sin that is, uh, you know, as the Bible talks about, that would be something worthy of church discipline, part of that boldness is, you know, being able to say, yeah, this individual told me that mm-hmm. that's exactly what was going on. And you may have to say it in front of the congregation if if they continue to not, you know, mm-hmm. refuse to repent over the a certain space of time, whatever, you know, whatever the people think would be a reasonable right. time. So, you know, right. some of that boldness is just being honesty. I, I'm seeing, not in all churches, but in some churches, I'm, I'm seeing more of a disconnect between church members. They see each other. They maybe wave at each other. You know, they sit in the same area of the church. I don't know if there's sometimes the close association that we've had in past. I think people are a little more distant that way. And I think if you're going to be that person that's going to help someone like that, you have yeah. to be able to build those kind of yeah. relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. And um, I think... I think that's something to consider as a church member. Do I have do I have a relationship with this person where I can go and speak to them freely and they know that I'm doing this because I love them and care for them? Um, and, and sometimes it may be one of those things where you just happen to see something and you yeah. have to go to a person you don't yeah. really know and say, hey, if I don't Holy really Spirit know you. The Holy Spirit is prompting you to you know? do it. Not that you're a busybody, not because you love chewing people out, not because you like trying to lord over somebody that you're so much a better Christian than they are. No, if you know the Holy Spirit is moving you and prompting you to say something, just like Philip, go go speak to that man. You know, and the Holy Spirit is saying, go speak to him. We've got to do it. I mean, we, we just have mm-hmm. to do it because the right. Lord knows best, and we have to trust right. in the Lord. And, and I, you know, there's, there's plenty of help in the Bible to help us. A soft answer turneth away wrath. You know, you don't get in a person's face, and you don't point your finger, you know, and touch their nose and say, hey, I'm talking to you about this. This You're at fault, and you don't do that. Um, you can be firm. And you can be straightforward, but I, I think you, you have to understand that you're dealing with people. People have emotion. People naturally get on the defensive mm-hmm. when something is pointed out. Um, they will probably try to lie themselves out of it. Um, sadly, most people do. Uh, police officers tell me that there's no one that tells the truth. Everyone lies. That's a very sad statement, and I hope he's not talking about Christians as well, but there's the potential of that. So... It, it may take more than one time of talking. It might take some checking. But again, I want to reiterate that if you're going to approach someone and talk to them about something's wrong in their life, you better be prepared for someone to come and talk to you about something wrong in your life too. Um, because people will naturally watch for those things and, and be careful of those things. And we can't be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. But to the best of our ability, we have to understand that if you're going to point, if you're going to take the, if you're going to take the, toothpick out of somebody's eye you better be careful about the beam in your own eye 
So all right, just a little bit of, of a caution. role play here. All right, let's say that I've talked to you and you're belligerent, and you do that to me. Go ahead and make a response. I've talked to you about, hey brother, I'm really concerned about this, and you know, you know that this isn't right to do. And there's been a little bit of confirming, and so respond back, and I'll try to give you maybe an example. You know, I'm sick and tired of you trying to find things in my life that are wrong when you know there are things in your life that aren't right. Who do you think you are coming after me knowing the problems that are I'm, in your own I'm, life? I'm sorry about that, brother. Do you, do you know any way that I have wronged you? Yeah, every time you turn on your microphone, <laughs> there's an offense that comes across the air that everybody knows about and they talk about well, behind our backs. Let me just take a minute then. If that has wronged you, I certainly do apologize. And I mean that sincerely, and I'm not just saying that. I do apologize, and if it would help you that I would find somebody else to speak behind my microphone, and if it would help in your Christian walk, I'm willing to do that. But that doesn't take away the fact of you know that you're doing something wrong, does it? You know, Mm, if we're just genuine and sincere and, you know— we're not going to lash back. You've done this, and you, I remember this one time you did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was wrong, and I sure apologize. And, you know, if I needed to stand up before the church mm-hmm. and apologize, I want to be thoroughly right with God. And I'm worried about you that mm-hmm. it seems like you don't care about being right with the Lord, and that grieves me, brother. I, I'm concerned mm-hmm. for you and the wounding mm-hmm. that you and your family are going to wind up going through if you don't get right with the Lord. Um, I, I think that's a bit of boldness, too. Can, can we try it in reverse? Now you say something to me, okay. and, I'll, and I'll respond. That's it. I'm out here. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming. See ya. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Leave your tithe on the way out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sick and tired of you Canadians thinking that you're you're so important. <laughs> well, we <are. laughs> you're just reiterating the truth. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, that the scales have fallen from his eyes. <laughs> Be ye warmed and filled. <laughs> That's right. May the grace of God be upon you. <laughs> may the Lord may the Lord love and keep you, because we certainly don't want you. <laughs> it seems like I've heard this role play many other times before. <laughs> many times. Many times. Because sadly that <laughs> That's sadly what happens, you know. Sometimes you get to that place where you say, okay, we're going to deal with this thing. And people say, I'd rather just leave the isn't church that, and face the humility. Isn't of, that a shame you know, that somebody has not, yeah. they've robbed themselves of finding out the joy of repentance. You know, that, that thoroughly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right with God feeling and knowing you're right with your brothers and sisters in the church You've robbed yourself of discovering what a blessedness that that is. Mm-hmm. For sure. Wow, good one, good one. On Friday, we're going to talk about dealing with family. Ooh, that's and, tough. Uh, I, yeah, and I'm going to need yeah, some help with this one, one because I got a list a mile long about my wife, and I just don't know oh. how to deal with this. So, Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> believe me, I've... I've got some family that needs some correction too. (laughs) 
I got these two guys in my life that married special people in my life. And, oh. <laughs> oh, man. I am Al Stone. I am in St. Thomas and working with the Canadian Gospel Project. We just received a donation this week from a corporation that said, you know what? It's the end of the year. We're doing some charitable gifts and we would Amen. like to do something for you. I don't know how much it is. I don't Amen. know how much it is, but I'm hoping for a sizable contribution. And uh, anything we get helps. So, yes. Yeah. So, we are just finished up with Alberta and um, we now move in the new year to Quebec and New Brunswick. Amen. So, Whew, exciting Amen. times, exciting awesome. times. This awesome. is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Again, thank you so much for the responses that we get and the questions. Uh, try to cover some of these topics. And uh, boy, no wonder the Apostle Paul said, pray for boldness. You know, Peter asked, pray for yeah. boldness. All through the scriptures, pray for boldness. You know, boy, that's what we need. It's it's tough dealing with some of these things, and we can't deal with it in the flesh, that's for sure. This is Tim Talks, and we're going to be back on Friday. We hope that you'll tune in and uh, share uh, with someone else the good news that you're hearing here. And uh, I said we could be a blessing to you. That'd be great. And uh, some of you need to tune in because we need to talk to you Friday. Yeah, um, we got a problem with we, some of you people. we got a <laughs> We got a problem we need to deal with. <laughs> Some of you two timers, two time, two times the speed, so you don't have to listen as long. Yes, Some of you exactly. people, I want to talk to you. My voice is high enough. I don't and need to. Let me, let me say it slow enough so you understand. <laughs> That'll be Friday. Tune in. Have a great day. Eh? This is the Tim Talks. We'll be back on Friday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com. <laughs>